This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show. Connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do. Welcome, everyone, to this NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Edition. I am Ryan Roberts here, Rise and Draft on Twitter, a part of NFL Draft Bible. I have the pleasure here of doing another prospect spotlight for the 2020 NFL Draft. Before I get into the interview, make sure to check out everything NFLDraftBible.com. We just had our draft guide coming out. We have a lot of ton, a ton of content that you, if you aren't, if you don't have. You're kind of sitting yourself in the eight ball a little bit. You're behind a little bit um, in the retrospect. I have today, a part of this Spotlight Edition, a 2020 NFL Draft prospect, University of Rhode Island wide receiver, does a lot of great things on kick return, punt return as well. I have Mr. Amir Dorsey on the line. Amir, why don't you just say hi to the folks, man, and again, really welcome you to the show here and excited to kind of dive in with you. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. Excited to be here, excited for this opportunity. Um, the process is going well, and for, for those listening, and and in this process as well, man, just keep your head up and keep fighting, and we're gonna be good. Trust and believe. Uh, absolutely, man. And it, it can't be undersold right now, you know, having kind of that spirit right there. You know, it's it's not – it's a uh, uncertain world we're kind of living in right now. But, you know, if you – perseverance is the biggest thing, which, I mean, I can I can definitely take away from you. It just sounds like you're, you're really taking everything in stride and just you, you have a very good um, kind of pr- uh, prospective of, like, moving forward here, which is absolutely wonderful. And I must tell you, Amir, like – Breaking down some of your stuff, man. Like, I'm, I'm just going to rattle off some stats real quick because, you know, some people love that kind of stuff. You know, last year, 43 receptions, 605 yards, four touchdowns. But, like, some of the eye-popping stuff, really, on, on in your career, 27.5 yards per return on kicks, four touchdowns, over 10 yards per punt return. You, you had another score on punt. Versatile player, man, for Rhode Island. Why don't you take me first before we get specifically into the Rhode Island days? I know you had a community college stop coming out of Wilmington, Delaware, high school over there. Why don't you just take me into your journey a little bit, going from Wilmington to community college, ending up at Rhode Island? Uh, man, the journey, man, the journey is what I appreciate the most. Uh, it's, been, it's been rough. You know, it's been fun. Rough has been a, a bit of everything. You know, I've experienced almost every emotion I possibly could just in this journey. But coming from, you know, high school to junior college, it wasn't even, you know, I wasn't certain that I was going to go to college. You know, I was in the middle of just debating on if I wanted to go and if I wanted to go to work and help my, my parents out with, you know, just, just sustaining and everything. But it was, um, it was, it wasn't for certain, but once I made that decision that I was going to go to college and play ball and continue the ball, the decision was, it was made. Like once I made it, it that was it. And I ran with it. You know, you know, it turned out, it turned out exactly how I, how I wanted it to turn out, not how I expected it, but how I wanted it to. And um, it was a bit different, but, you know, for the most part, I appreciate it a lot. You know, so coming from high school to the junior college, was, um, I had a lot of connects with people that took the junior route, junior college route before, and I ended up having a successful journey. So talking to them and, and just getting some insight on what the junior college was about, it gave me some type of, it gave me a hunger, honestly, like, it just, it just built up some type of drive in me because it didn't sound easy, mm-hmm. but it was attainable. You know, like, once he's telling me, you know, you're gonna, you might not even play it out of, out, once you're out of state, you know, athlete, you gotta, you gotta wait a year or, 
You know, it's only six players out of state that can actually play. All type of things that could get, you know, average person discouraged. You know, but I took all of those things in. You know, it just it made me hungry. So, um, you know, taking that route, I struggled at first academically, but um, I started using my resources, getting in, in tune with my with my uh, academic advisor and just you know people in my class, and I I developed some type of you know self accountability. You know, just being alone and being at, at the junior college and knowing that this is harder than, you know, the regular, you know, regular person's path. You know, I just took everything in and it, it gave me some type of, some type of drive and just want to be better in all aspects of my life, honestly. And, and it's it's so interesting, Amir, because I've talked to a couple people that have gone through the same process. I really think um, heavily into um, – I don't know if you remember Darwin Thompson who plays with the Chiefs now. He uh, went to Utah State and he – yeah, he went through the same stuff, man, and he he phrased it a perfect way. He said, you know, it's a it's a betting on yourself thing, and it's kind of a dog eat dog world, you know. Like no, not everyone makes it out, so it really takes a special person. Can you talk to me a little bit about just kind of the drive? Because you mentioned it there, you know, you know, understanding a few people that went through it that kind of prepared you, but it's a tough world, man. How how how, how what type of person do you think it takes to get out of there? Man, I'm just a, I'm a firm believer, in, you know preparing for the opportunity and just being ready for that opportunity and when the opportunity comes just executing you know that leads to your success so I know that part of the process at some point it was going to be hard mm-hmm. so I figured why not you know why not see what this is about if it's going to be hard now then let's see what it's about it's early in my life mm-hmm. you know I got room to make mistakes I had a lot of people in my corner my mom my dad uh, just people in my corner just giving me different perspectives on the whole situation. So I kind of had a different outlook on it. You know, I was I felt like I was a little bit more mature than most people coming from high school to college. So I had a bunch of different perspectives about the whole situation. But what made me hungry was just knowing that it was going to be hard and knowing that, you know, I've been through, you know, tough times in my life, but I realized that after those tough times were the best times that I could ever experience. Mm-hmm. So I know that, you know, just enduring and, and staying persistent through them tough times, I was going to get something out of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, honestly, I got a lot to show for it. Oh. So, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in preparing for that, preparing for those tough times, for the opportunity and executing it when it comes. Yeah. And, and, you, and, you, and obviously, man, like it's – it's come full circle for you because, I mean, you have a shot now to potentially play professional football. You ended up having a great career at Rhode Island's college graduate, like all that kind of stuff, man. That's some stuff to 100% be proud of. And I, I know, you know, I'm sure your parents, your family are very proud of you so far. For you, talking about Rhode Island a little bit because I know those guys up there spoke the world of you from my, from my talks with them. Just talk to me a little bit. Why was Rhode Island the best fit? How did you come in contact with them, and how did you just kind of enjoy your time there overall? Those guys was fun, and I'm a, I'm, I'm fun myself. <laughs> so like it was it was a it clicked instantly. Honestly, it was just you know I don't go out and do much like I don't party or none of that type of stuff. And those guys understood that, and they didn't you know they didn't um. They didn't throw any type of judgments or, or just make it make me feel bad about being the type of person I am. You know, I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have, you know, cared or reacted much about that anyway. But you know, I just felt comfortable being around those guys, and you know, they had a they had a drive like I had. Mm-hmm. So I think I would say honestly, the number one thing when I got there was I didn't lose my hunger. 
Mm-hmm. And those guys around me, they were part of the reason for that. So I, I felt that I felt that vibration instantly. You know, that, that brought me closer to those guys. You know, like we always say now that it felt like we know each other for about five, ten years already. I've <laughs> only been there for a year and some change, not even two years, or probably more than two years now. But, you know, I just feel like I've known those guys for, for forever. Yeah, and it's it's it sounds like a tight bond, and I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the wide receiver group that you had there, because obviously, you know, people saw Isaiah there at the Combine, I was up there in Indianapolis too, like we saw Isaiah, we saw Aaron, I know they're cousins, they, they have a great relationship, but I mean, you were no slouch either, man, like what was it like just being a part of that group, that position group, because like when you look back on that, Rhode Island wide receiver group over the last couple years, a few years down the line, man, you're going to see potentially three guys playing on the professional level. That doesn't happen too often, you know what I mean? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. And best believe, you know, we, mo- we, we most definitely, we most definitely are aware of that. And I think that's what, that's what pushed us and pushes us even more to, up until this point. You know, we, we all well connected. The whole wide receiver group, but particularly Isaiah and Aaron, like, like those two, those are my brothers, honestly. And um, we went to war every week. Went to war every week, every week. But throughout those weeks, we was putting in work every day, every day. And, it, and we had a lot to show for that as well throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Although we didn't have, you know, the record or the season that we, you know, we wanted. We didn't have the ideal season. There was a lot of lessons in between every week. You know, every week we were taught something new within it happens within our receiver group. You know, the whole team learns something new throughout every week. But throughout that receiver group, we learn something every week. Mm-hmm. You know, putting all the work that you that you think you need to put in, and you still might not get the result that you want. But that doesn't mean you stop working. And that's something that we all gravitated toward. And it just it we built like a great chemistry off of that. You know, up until this day, we just we call each other, make sure we're good. If we're around, if we're in the area, we get some work in together. Like it's it's a bond that we created, and it, it just. This is man, it's everlasting, man. I'm just so appreciative of those guys that we push each other to another level. Mm-hmm. You know, I just believe in if, if the guys that you that you call your brothers or the guys that you're most comfortable with, if they're not pushing you, they're not making you feel like you need to step your game up, then you know that's not it's not the right crowd for you. And those guys definitely put me in that mode. Those and a few other guys on the team, but those guys definitely mm-hmm. we do it for each other. So, you know, that's that's awesome to me. Yeah, and, and it's it's something that, like, if I was you, I would be so proud of just, like I said, you know, being a part of that talented of a group. Because I'm watching the film on you guys, and the thing that really stuck out to me was you all have very different skill sets, but they all work very well together. You know, we have Aaron, who's the big physical guy, kind of wins at the rim a little bit. We got Isaiah, who's the kind of the long speedster guy, and then you're the... You're the quick guy that does a lot of things. You can move around a little bit, play some slot, do all those types of things. But, like, the thing that really stuck out to me on you, Amir, was you are a physical runner, man, after you get the football. And you see that a lot in kick return situations. Like, you are not an easy guy to get to the grounds. Talk to me a little bit about just some of your strengths. What makes you a special player and what you think that you've maybe even improved on over the last couple years? It's, it's, it's a lot. You know, I'm a... I really view myself different from a lot of people. When I when I think about football and my attributes and things like that, it really stems from, you know, just everything outside of football, how I carry myself about life, how I carry myself off the field. It's like, you know, I don't I don't I'm just no slouch, you know, I, I can't be lazy. Everything I do I have to go hundred percent. 
I have to give it everything I got every play because you never know when that play is over. Like, I listen to guys like Inky Johnson, guys like Eric Thomas, and, you know, Inky Johnson's story is one of the most inspirational things I've heard in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just think about I just think about how that one play could be your last play every play. So if I'm not putting my best work on film, then it's, 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 it's really not worth it. And um, something I got from my wide receiver coach at Rhode Island is, you know, what you put on film is, you know, that's your resume. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just so happens that we're in a situation where I can't demonstrate, you know, everything that I've been working for, like preparing for pro day and things like that. I can't go out there and showcase that. So now, scouts have to go off of film. Mm-hmm. I have to go off of things that I've got to show throughout the season. So I feel like it's an advantage right now, and it's like, I feel like the way I carry myself off the field is a perfect representation of how I go on the field. Like you said, it's not easy to bring me down. Mm-hmm. I've been through so much turmoil in my life, you know, I, I could have been gave this whole thing up. That the average person would have gave this whole thing up. But I carry myself off the field in such a way that, you know, I got another day to live. I got another chance to, to be better. That's exactly how I translated on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, so I get the I get the best <laughs> the results that I want from them. You know, for the most part, oh, and I score every play when I score when I need to. Yeah, and 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 it's something that. Can't be undersold, man, because I get, I get people reaching out all the time, like, can you watch my film and can you give me a shout? And if I watch your film and I see you dogging it, you know, I see you not putting absolute effort in, I'm not, I'm not putting my neck out for you. You know what I mean? Like, I need that, that kind of thing, you know, that full motor, that dog in you. Everything that you are is on your 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 sleeve. You know, you wear that thing and you wear it well. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like – Watching you, man, like there's, I mean, kick return is a tough world, man. Like you have some dudes running down full speed on you, you know, and it's, it takes a special person, man, to just keep going, to keep doing that, that job. And I, I when I'm looking at you, man, I want to, I want to know here, cause I, I love asking this question to guys, who are some players? It could be past now growing up, whatever it is, who are some guys that maybe you model your game after a little bit that you that you just like really like to try to take some stuff from them? Mm. And I model my game after after so many people. It's, uh, it's, it's actually insane. Mm. <laughs> but one, you know, every team that, I'm, that I've been a part of, you know, I took something from everyone on the team. Mm. As far as, like, people that I've, you know, that I've, I've hung around and, people that are actually watching them close to like during practice like I, I can't say I model my game after anyone on the line obviously <laughs> but like guys that I've actually worked with I would say definitely I start professionally uh, like dudes like Tavon Austin Dante Hall mm-hmm. um, Peter Ward uh, 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 I say Tommy Frazier um, guys like that, you know, I've played so many different positions. I'm so, so versatile. Like, I love it's, a, it's, a, it's an abundance of guys that play professionally throughout history of football that's, that's been able to do the same thing. And um, those guys, definitely, those guys, they're my, they're my top five. Randy Moss at one point. At one point, I wanted to, I just wanted to blow up in Moss dudes, use my word <laughs> on dudes, but, you know, the hype got to me. Dudes started <laughs> coming on the field, same size as me, faster than me bigger than me so things start to change up for me but um guys like those guys and um and honestly anyone that I've played on a team with that you know that that I've actually put the work in 
I just gained some type of some type of knowledge from them and from their game and how they do certain things on on the field. Like I've just I've just gained a certain type of play style just watching those guys and just knowing how certain things work, knowing my angles and you know just 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 watching the film and, and knowing the tendencies of defenses and understanding the game honestly, just knowing knowing how to manipulate the game as much as I can. And, like it is. Yeah, and I, I love I love I love some of those names, man, because you know, how old are you, Amir? What are you like, twenty one, twenty two? Twenty two. I just turned twenty two. Twenty two. That's awesome, man. Like, I mean, I, I I got the Tavon. You started with some some uh, more recent guys, then you threw Dante Hall, who was the great punt returner, and then you threw in and then you threw in Tommy Frazier, man. That was fun. That was super fun. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. Frazier, man, I was I, that was my idol, especially in high school because I played a lot of quarterback in high school. So um, I actually had a coach, Coach DeSanto, and he told me he reminded me of Tommy Frazier because I loved the number fifteen. That was actually a number that me and my brother, my late my late brother, we had something in common, number fifteen. And uh, my coach said he reminded me of Tommy Frazier, and I went and YouTube him up, and like I just fell in love. I'm like, yo, this guy's insane. Like he go crazy. I mean, hey, man, I love that stuff because I'm, I'm, I'm the same way, you know. Like, I'm, I'm kind of – I don't want to say I'm a historian, but, like, I study the game, you know, all throughout the years and stuff. I love guys that love football, man. I absolutely love it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and, you, and you, can, you can just hear it in your voice, which is wonderful. I know that this – you know, we talked about it a little bit off air that, that this period's a little tough right now just with, like, the coronavirus stuff going around, you know, pro days getting canceled and stuff. For you, Amir, like up to this point, where were you training at? What have you been doing since all the kind of shutdowns happened? Like, what's just kind of the, the draft training process been like for you? Man, it was crazy because probably about two weeks before, you know, everything kind of went crazy. I was telling my boys we were all preparing for party. Actually, I was, I'm going to start with this. I was training at Train Hard, Win Big. I'm here in Delaware, in Washington, Delaware, my home. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have a personal relationship with this guy, so he's, he he was he was really hands on with getting me ready for you know pro day. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of work we were putting in was insane, and like I was telling my boys, like I'm feeling legendary. Like the numbers I'm about to put up, I'm gonna do something historic on our pro day, whether it's within the broad jump or the vertical something. I felt like my vertical was gonna be legendary, so I just had this extreme amount of confidence going into it and. You know, it just so happened that these things, you know, got in the way and all of this happened. So it was, it, it, it kind of bothered me for a little bit, but then I realized, like, you know, the toughest things happened right before the grand prize. Exactly. So I, I, you know, I put my head down and just went back to work, you know, as much as I could, any way I could. Mm. I gotcha. And, and I, I don't know if you have the opportunity to put up any of those numbers before the big day happens, but for the for the people listening, can you, can you tell us what type of numbers you were about to put up, man? Because I would love to actually hear it. Now, the 40, 40, uh, the 40 I wasn't too impressed about, but, you know, I was going for a low 4-4. Four, four. I was going for a low 4-4. Four, four. I, was, I was boosting my head up saying a 4-3 just because I believe in the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. So a fan of four three was just going to get me exactly what I wanted, yeah. but I wasn't too pressed about the forty yard dash. My vertical, my vertical, I was going for nothing less than a thirty nine four, nothing less than that. Nice broad jump, broad jump. I was going for.
and crazy. Twelve and up. Twelve and up. Twelve and up. Eleven. And I, like I told you, law of attraction. If I get twelve and up, if I'm going for twelve and up, that means I'm hitting something close to a twelve. I love it. I love it, man. That, that, you know what I mean? So yeah. And it's just it's just that mindset. It, that's how I carry myself before any football season, before anything I've ever wanted to. I told my like I've, I've I put my expectations through the roof. You know, my dad always told me, you got to aim for the moon or aim for the stars. If you miss, you're still amongst the moon. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? And he, he, he instilled that in me. So, you know, it was just, that's just how I prepare for things. I'll, hey, man, I, I respect that 100%. You know, like you said, you shoot for the stars, man. That's a, that's all you can do. I love it. You mentioned your dad. Uh, you mentioned a couple of family members already during this interview. I can tell that they mean a lot to you. Is there anybody that maybe you want to just thank real quick, kind of the supporting cast throughout your process here so far? Oh, yeah. My, uh, yeah, I would start with my mother, honestly. Oh, that's, that's everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far I would have taken this journey without her just believing in me, honestly. Mm. Uh, my little brother, my 14-year-old little brother, he wants to play football. Uh, he, he swears up and down that he's better than me. And I love <laughs> it because that pushed me. I got to stay on my game. <laughs> uh, I got a five-year-old little brother, a five-year-old little sister. And, and part of this journey is, is all constructed towards what they want in life they all tell me they want to go to college too mm-hmm. so everything I'm doing is to make sure they're on that path as well Love it. my father my father just gave me all of the Jews that I need mm-hmm. for football for life for school for anything and it's just always spot on anytime I need it and he's just always there you know that's, that's if anything that's all I can ask for from the just be there mm-hmm. and um you know just the guys that I put in the work with Guys that I put in the work with and I went to war with, man, it's it's, it's everlasting, and they know it. You know, I show up through my actions. So, you know, and just and just God, just God, that's it. I love it, man. I love it. And and I wanted to see about you know as we're talking about things that you're grateful for. I, I know this opportunity to potentially play professional football is, is probably a lifelong dream for you. I know it was for me. I unfortunately was, you know, a, a 5'11", 210-pound linebacker, uh, Division three linebacker, so I, I wasn't quite the, the cut of the cloth like some guys like you are. So for you, Amir, what, what would that be like, man? What type of blessing would that be to, to play professional football, play the game you love, and, and make a living doing it? That would be that would be part of the uh, that would be part of the journey. Mm-hmm. That would be about one fourth of the journey down. And um, you know, I've dedicated a, a good percentage of my life towards the game. But like I tell people all the time, you know, I'm not a football player. I just play football. So the things I have in store for you know after my football life is is going to be just as good as they are during it. Well, and um, I just can't wait to you know get to that professional level, experience it, and and ball and do everything that I that I imagine myself doing. Mm-hmm. And um just 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 making sure I keep that door open for the ones coming in behind me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest that's the biggest part of this that's the most important thing to me in this whole journey. Mm-hmm. Just making sure I leave that door open for the ones coming behind me and making sure they're in the best position they could possibly be in because, you know, I just wanted that when I was coming up. But if I can be if I can do it then that's just even better. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of want to, I kind of want to leave you with this last question for you. It, this is going out to any scout listening, any front office member, any GM, whatever it might be, a coach, whoever's listening to this interview. 
if I had to ask you, what is their organization getting in Amir Dorsey the minute that he enters the door? What are they getting? Somebody that wants to, that actually wants to be great. Someone that actually wants to contribute. Mm-hmm. Not somebody that just wants to be there and, and you know collect what was obvious. You know, everyone wants to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You get someone that actually wants to win. Somebody that actually cares about winning. Someone that actually is a leader. Someone that's that's just ready for everything that's going to come with winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but- that's going to come with losing as well. I love it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's wonderfully said, Amir. You know, it's 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 everything about it, man. And, and you said that perfectly. You know, one fourth of the journey, it's not the end. You know, that's that's just one part of what you want to accomplish. Which is, I mean, it speaks volumes to the character that you have. And uh, I'm going to end the interview here with Amir Dorsey, wide receiver from Rhode Island, kick returner, punt returner, do, does whatever he needs to do. Um, but, Amir, I just want to thank you, man, again so much for coming on. I, I must say that this was actually a, a, a real pleasure. It, it really was, you know, just hearing your story a little bit, hearing the character that you possess. I'm wishing you the absolute best, man. Likewise, man, likewise. I appreciate this a lot. You know, like I said, anyone else on this journey right now, you know, hit it up, keep fighting, we're going to be good. Just trust and believe it.